talk about my celibacy journey and how I'm a now I want to be a born again virgin. So I've tried to be celibate in the past and I was for like a year, but then I stopped being it right. And so I now want to call myself a born again virgin and I've been getting more religious, you know, this past weeks. And I think that getting in touch with God more and like calling myself a born again virgin will help me to stay on this celibacy journey since I obviously had failed in the past, right? And so I see some people talking about how casual sex is empowering to do and I disagree. You know, at the end of the day, I want everybody to do what makes them happy. But for me personally, I have never felt empowered from having sex with people. And so I was always the type of person that like sex to me, it wasn't necessarily special. And it was just, I guess, an activity that you can do with somebody. And so when I had sex for the first time, it was literally in the most unromantic way ever. And it was not a special moment. And I think because of how my first time was so unspecial, it kind of just had set the bar for the rest of my life of how sex doesn't mean anything. And I think that that's just a bad mindset to have, you know, so I guess I'll just tell you guys what happened first. So for me personally, I guess sometimes because the way I think just doesn't make any sense. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, when I meet the boy that I actually like and want to be my boyfriend, I want to, you know, I want to be prepared, I guess. And I, when I have sex with him, I want him to think that I'm good at having sex, right? I don't want to have sex with him for the first time and not know what I'm doing and like be embarrassed kind of thing, you know? So I just had sex with somebody from Tinder, literally in the, in their car. And, um, I thought, because in my mind, I was thinking you have sex one time and then you know how, how to have sex. So then when you get have sex again, now you know what to do, which doesn't even make any sense because then the next time I had sex with someone, they literally asked me, they were like, are you a virgin? And I'm like, what? No, I'm not a virgin. I was like, I've had sex before. And he's like, yeah, you've had sex one time. Like, you don't know what you're doing. So anyways, this second guy also, I had sex with him because I thought he liked me and I thought he was cute, right? This was in college. So I lost my virginity um, the summer before going into college. So I was 18. And so then when I got to college, the first person I had sex with, I didn't know this, but then I later, I had sex with him two times, like a different day. And then later I found out he has a freaking girlfriend. Um, So then I never had sex with him again, obviously, right? And I, um, I didn't know what to do. Like in that moment, I felt used, you know, because... It's kind of different, like, if you have sex with a man who's single and, like, he doesn't respect you, you know, you feel used. But then, when somebody has a girlfriend and then they have sex with you, like, I just felt even more used because it's, like, this person obviously just sees me as, like, an object, you know. And they obviously don't value me, they don't care about me. They have a whole freaking girlfriend. And they obviously don't care about their girlfriend or value their girlfriend either, right? So a lot of times when people say, like, oh, you should save yourself till marriage, whatever... And I guess sometimes the messages is kind of more geared towards women and people say it's like slut shaming. You know, I don't want to slut shame, but I'm just trying to tell you guys, like, if you honestly think about these guys that you let inside of you, did that benefit you in any way? Did they respect you? Did you feel positive about yourself after the fact? You know, for me personally, the answer is no. I feel like 
there could be a way for it to be empowering. For example, if you have sex with a man who genuinely cares about you, right? And like he cares about your pleasure, he wants to help you to have an orgasm and he doesn't just care about himself. You know, in my experience, these guys that I was hooking up with did not care about me and they only cared about themselves. So in that sense, it wasn't empowering and it just made me feel bad about myself. So I have this list of these people that I had sex with and when I, so I've had sex with 28 people. I would say five of them I did not really want to have sex with, but then I just did anyways. Only um, one of them did coerce me. And then a different guy, I had sex with him. Uh, I went on a date with him, I had sex with him. Then the second time we went on a date, I didn't want to have sex with him anymore. So that was kind of something that I did. It's like, I would have sex with a man, but then I realized that like, oh, I actually don't want to do that. And so then I kind of, then I'm backtracking. Like the next time I see them, I'm like, oh, I don't want to have sex. And then I, that's like, I kind of set the bar for, I, I'm just going to have sex with you. And then now I changed my mind. I guess it can be confusing. I mean, obviously you can um, revoke consent at any time, but you just got to set yourself up for success. And if you don't want to have sex with someone, you have to stick to your grounds and you shouldn't have sex with someone and then be like, oh, actually, no, I don't, you know, because you just have, at that point, you just have to find a new man. So anyways, um, then he coerced me into having sex with them. But I look at this list of people that I had sex with, I, like, there is no benefit and it was just not something that should have happened. So I watched this video last night by Kian Wolfgang and the video was Born Again Virgin, The Unhold, the Untold Truth. If you want to watch that video also, but like, she had said in the video how she had, she's a born again virgin, obviously, so she, well, now I think she's actually married and has a kid, but, um, how she had sex, and then she talked about it as it, it was a mistake, and at first I didn't like that she said that, because I was like, well, is that a mistake, you know, because then it kind of makes you feel like you did something wrong, you know, but then I realized, you know what, it actually was a mistake, and it, it is a mistake to allow somebody to that doesn't care about you to go inside of you and access your body. You know, your body is a temple. And, you know, sometimes when people say things like, oh, this person had sex with all these people, like, they don't respect themselves, you know, and then people get mad that you say that. But, like, if you're having sex with somebody that clearly does not care about you and they don't care, like, they just have sex with you and then they never talk to you again and they don't care. Like, in a way that is disrespecting yourself because why would you allow this person into your body? You know, for me personally, you know, I have been on antidepressants since I was eight years old. So that kind of messes with your libido. So for me, like when I have, would have sex with someone, it wasn't really, I didn't really care about sex, but I would do it because I wanted to make this other person happy. And in a way I wanted to feel desired and so that's kind of the reason why I had sex with a lot of people because I guess I liked feeling desired in that moment. And I guess that was the only time I was able to feel that way. But then at the end of the day, after the fact, then it would just make me feel shame and feel bad about myself. And so I've always kind of had like this sexual shame of like, why did I allow this person inside of me? Like for these people that I had sex with, like, I didn't even like them. Some of them, like, okay, in the beginning when I was having sex with people, I think it was a little, I talked about this in my other video, 
just about being autistic and like in a way like masking with sex like sometimes i had would have sex with people even though i didn't want to because i was just thinking that's what people do and i don't know in a way weird way i thought that was gonna make me become cool which obviously didn't work then i realized that you didn't have to do that so then i would only like have sex with people if i wanted to but at the same time it was then it was all still people that didn't value me and didn't respect me and so i was celibate for a year and then i decided like i'm kind of bored of being celibate right so then i go on a date with someone and this was um this was l last year on like um january 1st i think the started off the year terrible i go on a date with this man i'm like very impulsive so then i why did i have sex with him i don't know why you shouldn't have sex on the first date but the thing is for me like if i actually like a man i'm not gonna have sex with him on the first date because i do think like sometimes then they think less of you but at the same time i think that if it is meant to be if you have sex on the first date with someone and like it doesn't matter you know and they'll still want to be with you whatever this man like he wasn't boyfriend material i thought that he was good looking you know looking back he's not a fucking supermodel you know he he actually was a, like a model like i don't think he was a, not really a successful one but like he he was not like so hot to just have sex with him because he's so hot right he had a nice body but his face wasn't really that cute so anyways uh so that's basically why i had sex with him the first day because i didn't really like him but i just thought that he was good looking and then i was just kind of like i don't know like what's the what else are we doing right and so then i just had sex with him and then he didn't care about me he disrespected me i made a whole different freaking video about him but so i have an audi vagina and then he was like oh you know there's a surgery you can get to get that removed or something like that like what and he's like implying that i get surgery he was like making fun of my body basically and it's just like why should i i like why would i have sex with someone just for them to make fun of me you know and so that made me feel bad about myself you know don't feel bad about yourself um and you shouldn't get surgery i think you know you sh the reason that i want to take this from a more religious lens is because it just makes me feel better about myself you know when you think to yourself how god made you a certain way and you're perfect in god's mind and god created you this way because that's how you were supposed to be and you're perfect this way so why should you get surgery to change yourself you know and if a man wants you to get surgery then that's not your boyfriend that's not your husband that's a loser and you need to get away from them right and so um then this guy like i slept over whatever okay guys this is this is actually terrible um not terrible but like i was so ashamed of this I'll tell you what happened. So we went out to get food and then we went hiking. And then I, I don't know why I couldn't go back to his house. Probably as a freaking secret girlfriend. But he said that his mom was there for, in his apartment for some reason. And so he wanted to get a hotel room for us to have sex in. That's like, I felt like that was like poor behavior. And I didn't want to do that. But then I call up my friend and she says to do it. She's like, oh, just do it. So then I did. And then later when I tell my mom what happened, my mom's like, what the heck? You should have called me and I would have told you not to, <laughs> you know? So anyways, um, 
we had sex whatever and then obviously we slept over and then i had sex with him again the next morning like why did i do that have sex with him again after he literally disrespected me but that just goes to show that like a man will say make fun of you and your vagina but then he'll still want to have sex with you again like it doesn't even make sense you know so then um then a week later he messages me how he wants to hang out again but he literally just wanted to have sex again and so then i was like i'm celibate now and he's like because of me i'm like not everything is about you you know but that was just kind of another example of how like i'll have sex with someone and then if they want to hang out again i'm like i'll hang out with you but i'm not having sex with you like i don't know it's just so weird and so the reason i want to take this from like a religious angle is because i've oh i've had all this sexual shame and you know even when i tell the story i have shame about it you know and i feel like that's like whore behavior and like i used to always say like it's okay to be a hoe it's just not okay to be a man stealer you know and so um but i still i had all this shame and i couldn't i was fighting it hard to forgive myself and to let go of these experiences but you know when i decided i was going to be a born again virgin um this is like christmas eve i think i decided this actually and i just say to myself you know like think to my mind and like talk to god you know forgive me father for i have sinned wash away but these sins from me you know wash away these this sexual sin and these sexual experiences away from me you know and it helps me to feel better you know at the end of the day you have to do what makes you feel good you know and to if you think of something as a sin like that's not necessarily bad because you can be forgiven for your sins and god is always going to love you you know and so if you've had um these bad sexual experiences where you have allowed these men to disrespect you and you disrespect it yourself by having sex with someone that you didn't even like or having sex with someone that didn't value you you know you can be forgiven for that and you can forgive yourself or you can ask god to forgive you and he will and then it's over you know you don't have to keep feeling bad about it and you don't have to think oh no why did i do that you because you now you're forgiven and it's okay you know and now you could just do better and you know in that video um that i watched with the girl i was talking about you know she said she became a born-again virgin and then she had got a boyfriend and then he didn't respect that so then she had sex with him and so then at the time when she was making that video she was single so you know sometimes you mess up like you're a born-again virgin and then you have sex with someone and then you become a born-again virgin again and it's okay, right? And you don't need to beat yourself up for that. And you'll be forgiven by God, whatever, right? And so when I say that I want to be a born-again virgin, like, I don't necessarily mean I want to save myself until marriage. I want to save myself for a boyfriend because when you have a boyfriend, that's supposed to be somebody that loves you and cares about you. And for me, I'm 25 years old, so I kind of do want to find a husband. So like, I want to have a boyfriend that I hopefully will marry, you know, so then it kind of is just going to turn into my husband anyways, you know, you know how some people say like you should test drive a car before you buy it kind of thing. And it's like, so I don't think that you necessarily have to save yourself for marriage, you know, but I do think it's good to save yourself for a boyfriend for somebody that actually cares about you. You know, I don't want to um, just be having sex with people that don't care about me. And so I've tried to have that mindset in the past, like when I was celibate and then I started 
having sex again um well like not having sex but like dating people you know but it was hard for me to kind of control myself I guess because of the fact that I'm like impulsive and I guess I just didn't have strong of boundaries you know over the summer when I dated some people I mean this one guy I went on like three dates with him before ending things with him we never had sex but that was mostly because I didn't want him to come back to my room um in my space and I couldn't go to his space because he was like he had a roommate and it was like a mil he was like in the military so it was like a military base and like I don't know so it was like we didn't really have anywhere to go and at that point I had a boundary of like I'm not having sex with somebody in their car and I to be honest like the third time we had hung out and after we went to get food whatever then we went on the beach to walk around and stuff I was like oh do you want to bring this towel we could sit on it and whatever and he's like oh no he said no I think I was prepared to have sex with him on the beach but he you know so like if I'm with like if I'm with a man who 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 wants to have sex like a lot of the times I do give in but like if they are not if they're respectful then I won't you know so one of the things that the girl was saying in her videos like you have to set yourself up for success and that's something that I wasn't always doing in the past because when you get on tinder and these dating apps like these boys they not all of them but like most of them they just want to hook up and they just want to have sex with you and they don't care about you and they don't want a relationship with you they have there is a thing now where you can say uh are you looking for a relationship like a short term long term whatever you know so when I was on the apps, I would swipe left on anybody that openly admitted that they just want to hook up, right? Because why would I waste my time with them? But then some of these other people, like, they will lie and say that they are looking for a relationship, but they're not, you know? And so, you, I mean, you want to be trusting of people, whatever. But so being, I just feel like if you actually want to be celibate, you shouldn't be on the dating apps because you're just gonna kind of put yourself in a bad situation where you're with a man who wants to have sex with you maybe they coerce you you know and obviously it's not your fault if you were coerced and you shouldn't blame yourself for that but it's just not good to put yourself into those situations you know and so that's why and i'll be honest with you guys i i posted a video about this on tiktok but like this, um, before I just, the night before I decided I was going to be boarding in Virgin, I downloaded, um, Tinder and Hinge. And so I had a conversation with this man and then he says to me like, oh, I love your tattoos. And I was like, oh, thank you. Do you have any tattoos? And he's like, he's like, no, I don't. Sorry. I'm like, oh, it's okay. And then he's like, but you should inspect my body to make sure. And it's like, that's inappropriate. He's already talking about sexual stuff. This guy clearly just wants to hook up. So that's just the type of people you meet on a dating app. And I realized I don't, I shouldn't be putting myself in these situations, you know. And then if you see these red flags of guys only care about um, sexual things. So then you have a choice at that point. Do I want to unmatch with this guy or do I want to continue the conversation, you know. And so if I were to. I mean, I then asked, I wanted to just ask him my personality assessment because I was just kind of bored. I wanted to have a little bit of fun on the app before deleting it. 
Um, he wasn't really cooperating that much with the personality assessment. So then I just let it go, and then I, um, I only had, I, like, exchanged a few words with him after the fact, and then I just deleted the app, and, you know. But anyways, like, in the past, maybe I would still hang out with this man, and then obviously what's gonna happen when we hang out? Like, we are just going to, he's just going to want to hook up with me, right? You know, and some of these boys on, like, in the summertime, like, once this, sometimes they will be upfront with you, and they will say, like, how they just want to hook up and they don't want a relationship. And somebody did that to me in the summer and I was kind of thinking like, you shouldn't do that. You should like ask me to do something fun, like an activity. And then like, I've, then I'm like, I'll have sex with you. Like, because like at the time I was just like having sex with people, whatever. Cause I didn't really value it, you know, but it's like, why would you rather somebody manipulate you and make you think that they care about you and want to potentially date you just so they can have sex with you and then leave you it's better to just be up front because then they can find a girl that you know is just interested in having casual sex with people you know some people like that and whatever like i'm not trying to judge other people but if you want to have a be in a relationship with someone and you or maybe you're older and you are looking for a husband you know you shouldn't be wasting your time hooking up with people that just want to hook up and don't value you. You know, the only times I felt empowered would be through saying no to sex, you know? And so this is one example when in this situation is like, if you really think about it, it's not even, in, it's not actually even empowering, you know? So, um, this was like the summer after sophomore year of college maybe I don't know and then um I meet this guy on tinder and I go to his house and he literally just wanted to hook up with me like I don't know I guess I was in a bad place at that time because I agreed to hang out to go to his house to literally Netflix and chill with him and we didn't even go on a date like what was I thinking because um I don't do wouldn't do that stuff anymore or haven't been doing that stuff for years but anyways um so I go to his house to literally just hook up with him and to like smoke and we were watching Oh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, right? So I had hung out with him. We had sex, whatever. And so then I hung out with him another time. And so I get there and it was like he Ubered. He paid for the Uber for me to go to his house because I didn't have a car. And then when I had my mom drive me to hook up with someone. So he Ubers me to his house. It was so weird. And even my mom was kind of like, that's like, like she was kind of slut shaming me, but I was being like, don't slut shame me, you know, but in a way it's like, what was I doing? What was I thinking? Like I shouldn't have been doing that. But anyways, the second time I go to his house and I get there and he's playing video games and he, he's like, oh, I just need to finish this game. Like what? And then, so I said, so then I said to him, like, if you don't get off the game right now, I'm not going to suck your dick. And then he throws the controller. And so, like, in a, in a way, I felt powerful in that moment. But at the same time, it's like, how is that empowering? Because I have to suck this guy's dick. Like, that is so, that's not empowering. Anyways, um, then I later, I don't know when I started this rule. And it wasn't, yeah, like junior year of college, I started the rule of like, I'm not going to suck your dick unless you are my boyfriend. And that was one way that I could keep some of my sanity and some of my dignity. 
because I kind of realized at that point that these guys don't freaking care about me. Why should I suck someone's dick if they don't care about me and they don't value me, you know? And so, um, then, and this was the summer before I decided I was going to date myself again. This last year, I met some of the most disrespectful people ever. But so I have had sex with this guy. And, like, he didn't use the condom, whatever. And I'm not even on freaking birth control. And I, I'm allowing these guys to, to not use a condom when I when I have sex with them. Like, that's bad. So, anyways, um, so then he comes on me. And I think out of respect, the man should should clean it up, right? So, he comes into the room. I talked about this in, my, in, my, in a different video also. But, so, I just think to myself, like, if he's the, I get starting to get delusional. I'm getting delusional. This man's my soulmate. And he's a freaking loser. Anyways, I just think to myself, like, if he's the one, he will uh, clean it up himself. If he's not the one, then he won't, right? So I kind of asked Universe for a side. So he comes in, he hands me the toilet paper, and then I was like, no, you do it. And he's like, he's like, I'm not doing it. And he refused to do it. He wouldn't do it because he said that he had just washed his hands, whatever, you know. And so, at, because of the fact that I kind of asked for a sign, I was like, okay, like, this isn't the one, right? But at the same time, I still felt like that was very disrespectful, right? So then be, we kind of had an argument about it. And then I, so then I said to him, I'm like, this is why I don't suck people's dick and like, they're my boyfriend because they're going to do some shit like this. And he thought that I was so dramatic and I had high expectations and he's never done that for anyone. He hasn't, he didn't do that for his girlfriend, you know? So, like, uh, that's what I said in my other video. Like, if someone disrespects you, don't feel bad about yourself. It's not your fault because this type of person just disrespects everybody. You know, and don't take it personally. But you just have to say, this is not the type of man I want in my life. And I deserve more than this. So then I never talk to him again. So, um, then, at, so because of him, I was like, you know, that's that was my last straw. I was like. I am going back to dating myself and I'm going to, and I'm becoming celibate. So that was in, I'm not sure if that was July or August, but that was in the summer. So now it's been like four months. And when I got on the dating apps again for one day before I deleted it, I'm kind of thinking about what my intentions are because I do want a boyfriend, but I'm in New Jersey right now. I want to move to California I don't know when I'm going to move to California. I want to move as soon as possible. You know, I've been praying to God to help me get out there and to make money. Uh, and I've been, my prayers have been getting answered. But um, the thing is, I want a boyfriend. So, but I, why, it doesn't make sense for me to get a boyfriend in New Jersey if I want to move to California, you know. And I, um, it is possible for me to, like anything's possible. It's possible that I could meet somebody who lives in New Jersey and also wants to move to California and we can move to California together, right? But then it's, that's kind of like, um, then what if he's not really the one and then what am I supposed to move in with him? And then I'm kind of trapped with him, you know? I just think it's better for me to get to California, meet a man that is already in California, that wants to be in California, you know? It's so... Then, so then I just kind of realized if I, if I go on these dating apps right now while I'm in New Jersey, like I'm kind of wasting my time. I'm going to put myself in a bad situation where I am going to have sex with somebody, probably unprotected sex with somebody because of 
just being impulsive and you know like when you put when you're in a situation where you guys are both naked like it's obviously easy to just have sex it's kind of like what what else are we doing kind of thing you know but when you can put yourself in a situation where you are focusing on yourself and focusing on your goals it's easy for you to uh not have sex with anybody right and so if somebody were to approach me in person somewhere maybe at the gym at the grocery store i don't even know you know and they wanted to go on a date with me and i liked them and i thought they were good looking you know then sure i'll go on a date with them you know and now i really want to stick to my guns and say like i'm not having sex with somebody until i don't know if i should say that i'm saving myself till marriage or if i am saving myself to my boyfriend because i don't want to wait until marriage i just want to wait for that person to be my boyfriend and then hopefully that boyfriend turns into my husband right but I don't want to say to someone, oh, I'm just, I'm not having sex unless you're my boyfriend. Because then it might make somebody want to be your boyfriend just to have sex with you and then to break up with you. And then, like, that's not really good either. But I guess you just have to trust that, you know, and pray that God will only send res respectful men your way. So I know I just said when I say born again virgin, I mean till I get a boyfriend. But after making this video and thinking about it more, you know, I may wait until marriage. I'm not really sure. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, as I get more religious, I might change my mind where I want to wait till marriage. I feel like maybe right now I'm saying like I want to wait till I get a boyfriend in a way because I guess I'm kind of thinking like what boy is going to want to date me if I'm never going to have sex with him but then I guess it depends on the type of man that you meet maybe if you meet a man of God he also wants to wait until marriage so I guess it's all going to depend on who my boyfriend is and where my mindset is at that point in time so as of now um I know for sure that I want to wait until I meet a boy and we become boyfriend girlfriend because that shows me that he values me and he loves and cares about me and then I only want to date someone that I love and care about so then it will become something that is how sex is supposed to be between two people that love and care about each other so maybe then I will have sex with him before marriage or maybe I'll decide that I'm gonna wait so I don't want to say what's going to happen in the future. That's just where I'm at right now. Obviously, in the in the past, I have tried to be celibate, whereas I was going to wait until someone was my boyfriend and I had failed and I had sex with someone before they were my boyfriend. I think now that I have found God, it will be easier for me to stick to my word and to actually wait for that person to become my boyfriend. Maybe I'll wait even longer than that. Um, who knows? But let's continue with the video and another thing is like i used sometimes you feel bad you might feel bad about yourself like oh my god why don't boys want me why don't boys talk to me you know when i realized like it's actually an insult if boys talk to you and come up to you because and they think that they have a chance with you you know because you are so worthy and these men are not worthy <laughs> like some of them are but a lot of them are not high value men you know like if you're at the bar and a man comes up to you, that's that's an insult because guys at the bar, they're not worthy of you. You know, the guy, any guy that I've ever met at a bar, 
it's not worthy and they did not deserve me you know you have to put yourself in a situation where a high value man is you know that's why i think that i'm going to go to the church on sunday and see what happens but you know if you want to meet somebody at the gym that's more of a high value man than meeting somebody at the bar you know and i don't even want to go to the bar anymore because the people you meet there are just not good i was going in the summer because i was living with these girls and it was kind of a party house i just wanted to live at the beach but then it was kind of a party house i kind of felt ob obligated to go out otherwise i'm a loser so i was going to the bar for that reason not necessarily because i wanted to go and then the guy that i said that um disrespected me and wouldn't whip his freaking cum off of me i met him at the bar you know so those are just the type of people that you meet at the bar so then on halloween this year i didn't go out to the bar and i haven't been wanting to go out to the bars for since 2020 but sometimes i would go on like halloween or some type of holiday fourth of july because of um in a way kind of masking and like being like this is what people do if if, if you're cool you go out to the bar on holiday or like and if you don't then you're a loser and i didn't want to feel like a loser now i've been more so like accepting that i'm autistic and like if i don't want to do things like it's okay and it doesn't mean i'm a loser like i can do what i want to do right so this Halloween, I said to my friend, like, I'm not going out to the bar. It does not align with my values, you know? And then this Christmas, she asked me if I was going out. And I said, I said, I don't know. And then I never, I didn't go. And, you know, this um, upcoming, what is it? Um, New Year's Eve is coming up, you know, and I don't want to go to the bar. You know, when you, you might like going to the bar and that's fine. Like I said, I'm not trying to judge you guys and I want you to do whatever makes you happy I'm just kind of um this video is kind of for people that agree with me to feel less alone you know but anyways um I think that it doesn't make sense for me to go to the bar on New Year's Eve because then what's gonna happen I'm gonna get there I'm gonna want to kiss I'm gonna be drunk I'm gonna want to kiss somebody I'm gonna kiss a loser and I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna go back with them somewhere and then I'm gonna have sex with them and then I'm gonna feel bad about myself and it's just not going to be good, you know? If it's meant to be, you will meet somebody in a sober setting and they will be respectful of you and they won't coerce you and do all these and get you to do sexual things with them, whatever. I want to be with somebody that likes me for me as a person and not for my body and i felt as though my one boyfriend really liked me for me and he um cared about me as a person when i had met him he was actually a virgin and i thought that was kind of weird it was like my body count was like 20 and he was a virgin <laughs> um but that's because he was kind of shy i guess and he had literally no game we met on tinder and so we would have sex, um, but he didn't really, I mostly like initi would initiate it because I kind of was in a way um, in that sense, like I would, I liked it to feel wanted. And so I would initiate with him. And so then uh, we would have sex and he would come in like five minutes, whatever, you know, and at the time I didn't really like that. But then now I've came to appreciate it 
because when you have, have sex with someone else and they're taking more than five minutes, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, can we, like, what? But anyways, like I said, I have um, some added things of, like, my medicine. So, like, sex isn't really even something I care that much about. And then, unfortunately, I was sexually violated um, by a woman. And I have a podcast about this. It's not on YouTube if you want to watch it. But um, this was, like, sophomore year of college. This woman violated me and she touched me inappropriately and at the time I was in denial of what happened because it was a weird situation like I was kissing this man and it's in a room of other people and then she starts touching me and then in my mind I had felt like who is this because like he's touching my hair I'm like what does he have three hands like it doesn't make any sense right but I was in denial I didn't want to believe that I was being violated so I kind of just was pretending that it was this man that I was kissing you know, consensually with this man, you know. But then the next day, it was my friend's roommate was doing this to me. So she had told my friend, like, oh, I fingered Grace. And she was kind of bragging about the situation, you know. And so then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I knew that something was happening, but I was in denial and I didn't want to believe it right. So I'm only bringing this up because I had this, uh, like, sexual trauma. And so then I blocked this out of my memory and so I tried hard to forget about this because it was very painful, you know. But then I remembered to get it again in 2020. And so like two years after the fact. And so, well, okay, now I backtrack a little bit. So in terms of like masturbation, uh, in the sorority I was in junior year, they had some events where then they were selling vibrators so we were all buying one. I bought one, right? And so I was able to orgasm through the vibrator. And so I had thought that I wasn't able to orgasm because of my medication, you know. But that's just something with women. Like, not every woman can orgasm through penetration, through having sex. It has to be, like, through um, clitoris stimulation, right? And so I did one time when my boyfriend was just kind of, like, touching me. I did have an orgasm. But, like, a lot of... But I was able to orgasm from the vibrator, right? And so, but then something that happened was then, so that was like maybe for two years I was able to orgasm through the vibrator. But then when I remembered about the sexual trauma, now I have not been able to orgasm through the vibrator because I just get scared. And with my, so the boyfriend that I felt cared about me as a person, I ended up breaking up with him because I just didn't like him. Then I had a different boyfriend, right? And so then with this boyfriend, we were running into sexual problems due to my sexual trauma because now it has been more apparent and now it has been... Because like, okay, so right after the sexual trauma, I was able to have sex with people and it didn't impact me because I had blocked it so far out of my memory. Like, I don't know. But now that I've been aware of it, it has been causing me problems. And so then... <laughs> One of the times when we were having sex and like I can have sex with someone, but if they are touching me in the way that um, she was, then that's when I start to get triggered. Okay. And so one time we were having like sex, whatever, and then he's touching me. And so then I literally had like a flashback and then I was like hyperventilating, you know, and then I feel like I wanted to cry, but then he started crying and he kind of made the situation about him like He's like, oh, I just feel your pain. And it was just, like, so weird. 
so anyway so then i like what the heck now i have to come for you like it was so weird anyways um i'm trying to bring this up because i actually had um i don't really want to masturbate anymore because i feel like it doesn't it brings me further away from god it doesn't, you're not, it doesn't say that it's a sin in the Bible. And I don't even, it doesn't even say that you have to save yourself till marriage in the Bible either. But I just think the point of saving yourself to marriage is because no man is worthy of you. And you are very worthy and you have to believe that you're good enough. And you have to value yourself and you can't let a man that doesn't care about you um, enter you. You know, I don't know, it's like so weird to like say it like that. But like. I don't know you these men just aren't worthy they don't deserve you you know you shouldn't make allow them to feel good at your expense because they don't deserve it anyways um so i had this masturbation problem when i had got the vibrator and i would do it all the time and i would like do it multiple times a day and like when i would do it i would orgasm and then i'd want to orgasm again like three times and i would do it for like for like hours and i think as a way i was doing it as like a stim and I was just obviously in a bad place and I was depressed and whatever at that point in my life. So I was doing it a lot. Then I stopped doing it because of the fact that then I wasn't even able to anymore because I would have like sexual trauma and then my vibrator ended up breaking. So then I stopped doing it. Then I decided I was going to like this past year. Well, one thing that happened though, I went to go buy a vibrator. I went to this different Target location to get one. The one I got from Target is like so tiny. It's like this big. <laughs> Anyways, I go to buy it. And then I literally get in a car accident. Not like a car accident, but it was like, I'm in the parking lot and then this guy just backs up into me. And I was like taking it back. I was like frozen. I didn't beep the horn fast enough and he hits me. And so then it was like a small scratch of the car, but then he calls the police. Then my mom comes. And then she was like, let's just go home. You don't need to go into Target to get anything. She didn't know what I was going to get. But I just feel like God interfering, being like, you don't need to get this vibrator. We're going to make this guy back into you. And so now you can't go get one right. But then like a few months later, I tried again and I went to go get a vibrator right. And so now, and then like I said, I have been able to orgasm because of the sexual trauma. But I kept trying because now I'm thinking to myself like, well, I don't want to get into a relationship with sexual trauma. I need to work on this, you know? And so then, so then I find myself doing this for like an hour at night, trying to get myself to orgasm. And it's like so ridiculous and I'm just wasting my time. And then I'm going to bed late. It doesn't align with my goals. And then I start thinking to myself, maybe I need a boyfriend to help me. And maybe I'll feel safe if I'm with a boyfriend. So then maybe let me get on the dating apps. It's just like, what? It, it just doesn't make any sense, you know? I can't have these these problems like this. And so um, I think that I should throw away my vibrator. If I get in a relationship with someone, I'll just buy it again. It was literally like $15 and it, it isn't that good because it's so tiny. It's literally so small. <laughs> it's like the size of my finger. But anyways, I mean, it it might work for you. It works for people, right? And so I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't masturbate, but like, I think I just take things to the next level and I do it things in an unhealthy way. It's if you're going to masturbate for five minutes a day, like, I feel like that's fine. 
But if you're gonna take it to for doing it for an hour, like that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and that's just like, what are you doing at that point? Like you're obviously using this to escape your life and it becomes a destructive coping mechanism, you know? So I think, yeah, I think I should get rid of it because it is not, it isn't really providing me any benefits and then it's just making me feel bad about myself because then I'm not able to do it. And then I, I came up with a plan where I was gonna, cause sometimes what will happen is like, I'll feel like I'm about to orgasm, but then I kind of stop myself. And so when I get to that place, I need to just stop and then, um, put it away and try again tomorrow. But then what happens is I'll keep trying and then it, it becomes like an hour and then it's like what and then I realize like it's not gonna happen and so then I just like wasted an hour of my time you know and I just I guess I'm not capable of doing it only for what I'm about to and then I stop and then actually stopping because I keep telling myself like what I need to do and then I don't do it so I think that I just need to stop doing that and um just focus on myself and my goals and not focus on anything that is really sexual, you know? And even with these this music that's out right now, it's very sexual music. And I even used this sexual song on one of my videos, um, that song that's like, he's speeding a race with his hand in my coochie. Just, I don't even know, okay? I just used that audio because I like that girl's voice, uh, Flo Millie. I think she has a nice voice. That's why I used that audio. And it was a trending audio. And someone commented that it was inappropriate. <laughs> but it's like, why should I use these inappropriate songs? You know, sometimes I do. But then sometimes, like, I realize, like, why am I doing this? You know? You know, I used to listen to a lot of rap music. Like, inappropriate songs. Then in 2020, maybe, I was like, I can't even listen to this shit, right? But then, um, so sometimes, like, I will listen to rap music, and then I'm like, yeah, like, I can't listen to this. I've now been listening to Jesus rap. I think that Jesus rap is very good because it is, it's still upbeat, and you can dance to it. Because in the past, like, I always think, like, well, even though these songs are inappropriate, like, in a way, I like them because they're, they get you hype, and you want to, they make you want to dance and stuff like that. So that's what I like about the Jesus rap is it's it can get you hype and you want to dance but at the same time it's like it is not overly sexual and it's not inappropriate and it just is more positive and so that's something that you could look into if you want um I have like this whole Jesus playlist that I made of the good Jesus rap songs that I like and so, I, like I said, I want to get more religious. You know, I don't agree with everything that these religious people say, like, when people are pro-life, you know. I've had an abortion um, before. Example, when I had, had to get my abortion, it was with my ex-boyfriend, but we weren't even dating at the time because I had broken up with him because I didn't like him. But then at times I would still hang out with him. Like, maybe he would manipulate me to hang out with him, whatever. And my boundaries just were not strong. And so then I, when I had sex with him at this, the day that he impregnated me, I didn't really want to have sex with him, but I didn't have strong boundaries. So then I did have sex with him and then I ended up getting pregnant, right? And I feel like it was kind of like a sign from God just being like, not that I should have this baby, but just being like, 
Look at what you're doing. Why are you hanging out with this man? Why are you having sex with this man if you don't like him? You know, if you keep hanging out with him, you're going to get pregnant and you're going to get married to him and then you're going to be stuck with him forever. You don't want to be with him. You need to let him go and you need to stop seeing him and you need to stop having sex with him, right? And so um, I had the abortion and in a way I had a lot of shame about the abortion, you know. Like people say that abortion is a sin and it, it's technically not even, it doesn't even say that in the Bible anyways. But if you believe that it's a sin, like it doesn't matter because you can be forgiven for any of your sins anyways. And we all make mistakes and it is okay to make mistakes. You know, I feel like if you have sex with someone and it was a mistake and you get pregnant, that was a mistake and you should be allowed to get an abortion and so that you don't need to have a baby and even if you had sex with someone and you love them and it wasn't a mistake that you had sex but like you don't want to have a baby I still think you should be able to get an abortion right and God is still gonna love you if you get an abortion and you know you, you need to do at the end of the day what's right for you but I just think that, like, you are more likely to need to get an abortion when you're putting yourself in these sexual situations that just don't align with you, don't align with your values, you know. There's no reason I should have been hanging out with my ex that day. There's no reason that I should have had sex with him, you know. Does that mean that I need to have his child and then raise a child and then I'm going to have to see him for the rest of my life every day? No, it doesn't mean that. That's why I got the abortion, you know? And to be honest, I talked to him a few other times after that, you know, because he just made it hard for me to let go of him because he wasn't a normal person. And I think I probably talked about this in my other videos, but like he kept making new Instagram accounts to contact me and he just wouldn't not let me go. And so after I've had this experience with the abortion, then when I would be dating people and they wouldn't want to use condom, I would say like, I'm not on birth control. I've already had an abortion. Like, you have to use a condom. Like, I don't want to have another abortion. You know, sometimes they will use it. Some of these boys, they're drama kings, and they don't want to use it, and they're so annoying. And then I let go of my boundary, and then I allow them to have sex with me without a condom. And that's just not safe, because then I'm putting myself in a situation where I'm again going to have to get another abortion. And, you know... It's just not good to be getting like hundreds of abortions, you know, so I've only had to do that once, luckily. I've taken plan B um, two times, one time because the condom broke and that when the condom broke, it was on that guy that I said about in the beginning, how we had sex and then the next time I hung out with him, I did not want to have sex with him, but then he co really coerced me into having sex with him. And then of course, the, then the condom breaks, you know. And so I guess in a way, too, that's kind of like, I guess, God showing like you sh should not have sex with people that you that you don't like. You shouldn't have sex with someone that you don't want to have a kid with, you know. Well, I just want to add, like, if you were to be sexually assaulted and you get pregnant and you want to get an abortion, you know, that's obviously not your fault. Right. For me, I guess it's a little bit tricky with the whole coercion thing, because some people say that coercion is rape, right? Um, I don't know, like, if I would necessarily say it's, it was rape because I don't know if these people would have, you know, pinned me down or whatever and, like, used force to 
have sex with me or if they were just waiting for me to give in and then I gave in. But then at the same time, um, the guy that I was talking about with the, um, where the condom broke, he then messaged me later that night being like, oh, sorry, like, kind of basically confessing that he coerced me. He's like, I feel like you didn't really want to and I pressured you, like, I'm sorry, like, what or why you're apologizing to me it literally is over now like okay that just made me feel bad like you literally knew what you were doing and then you you still did it anyways and then i was like whatever i forgive you then he starts talking sexually to me so then i just blocked him but like um i guess in a way um with that's my situation and the other time i was coerced like i in a way kind of thought that it was my fault um because and I, in the way I was kind of talking about it, <laughs> my other outfit, I guess I was kind of talking about it like it was my fault. And that is how I felt because my boundaries just weren't strong. And I guess for putting myself into those situations, but like at the end of the day, these men need to, you know, respect your choice and respect your words and what you say. So don't feel bad about yourself if you were coerced. Like it's not your fault. Like I said before, you know. I released my blame and I know that God has forgiven me anyways, so it's over now and I can move on. I'm just gonna do my best to not put myself in those situations, you know. You never know what's gonna happen. Um, hopefully something like that doesn't happen again and I am now put in the right path of only, you know, being around people that are gonna respect me. So hopefully that is gonna be the case. I hope that I can keep my boundaries. That's why I put this uh, video kind of in a, re a religious lens because I think maybe it will help me more to stick with my boundaries and to honor myself and to really view my body as a temple. You know, because in the past I was not honoring myself and I was letting these people that I didn't care about enter me or didn't value me, you know, enter my temple. And so um, when I was celibate, because I've, like, I've had periods of being celibate, you know, so like there was time when I was celibate for like a year and then the first guy I met matched with like on Tinder and I hung out with him like and I went back to his house and like I just had sex with him not because I liked him because I didn't like him he liked me but I didn't uh um I just had sex with him because I was just like I haven't had sex with so in so long I just want to know what it feels like so but I had sex with him and it, it wasn't even good it was bad it was terrible you know, and then uh, I hung out with him one more time. Like, I don't know, I'll give him another chance. But I didn't have sex with him the second time. And then I never talked to him again because I just didn't like him. And just from a religious perspective, I feel like God wants what's best for you. And God knows that these men are not worthy of you. And that's why you have to save yourself for the man that is worthy, you know. And like I said, I don't want to wait all the way till marriage. I want to wait for my for my boyfriend because your boyfriend is supposed to love and care about you. And your boyfriend is supposed to turn into your husband. So I don't think that's really like that big of a deal. I don't think, like I said, it doesn't even really even say that in the Bible that you have to wait until marriage. That's just kind of something that people, that people say. Um, I mean, if you want to wait till marriage, that's fine. So even today, like when I went downstairs and I'm saying to my mom, like, I'm a born again virgin. I've been forgiven for my sins. She's like, it's not a sin. Like, and she was kind of acting like I was being crazy. And she said that I have to be careful. 
with becoming too religious and you know because some of these religious people she said that they're crazy and they're, it's like cult-like behavior you know but it makes me happy to think this way and it makes me feel better and I have released my shame and I don't need to feel bad about myself anymore because it's in the past and now I'm focusing on the now right and so all of these things like this is just to make you feel better and to make you feel good about yourself you know it's not intended to shame you and I've been slut shamed in the past and I was it made me upset that I was getting slut shamed but now I see in a way that not that I should have been shamed but like I see that I shouldn't have been acting that way and that is why I want to change my ways and really focus on only allowing people that are worthy of me to have access to me you know and not devaluing myself by allowing these people that aren't worthy of me to have access to me and that's what I just encourage you to do as well and I think that uh, having this relationship with God more will help me to really stay celibate and to help me to honor myself because you honor God by honoring yourself I really think that with me having a better relationship with God, it will help me along my celibacy journey. And when I honor God and I honor myself and I realize my worth and that I'm worthy and that I should not devalue myself by letting losers, unworthy men have access to me, then I will feel better about myself. And even when I decided to get on the dating apps, you know, part of me was thinking that I shouldn't do that. But then, um, like, on one hand, I'm like, well, I am worthy of a relationship. I should get on the dating apps. But then on the other hand, it's like, you are worthy. And that is why you shouldn't be on the dating apps. Because these men do not care. And they just want to use you for sex. And they just want to use your body. They want to use you and then discard you. And because of the fact that you are worthy, you shouldn't be on these apps. And you should meet somebody in person in a more natural way, you know. Pray to God if you want to be in a relationship with someone. Pray for somebody that is going to value you to come into your life. And they will come into your life. You don't need to look for them and go out of your way to look for them on these apps. Yes, you can find a man on these apps. I have had two boyfriends. One from Tinder, one from Bumble. I didn't even... Um, well, my the one guy from Bumble, he was abusive. He did not value me. I probably made a different video about him. The other guy, that's the one that I had the abortion with. I felt like he valued me. However, I did not like him and I kind of was settling for him. I was kind of settling for both of these guys. You know, I've had four boyfriends. I would say that I settled with all of them because I just kind of was like, was lonely and wanted to be in a relationship, you know, when I just shouldn't have done that. And that was not right of me to do. And that's why I'm single now because I don't want to date anyone that I don't like. You know, but then it's like I've agreed to go on dates with guys that I already knew that I didn't like. And that's just a way of me not valuing myself. And I need to value myself more, which is why um, I think being a born-again virgin will help me. And, you know, when the time is right, I will meet somebody and it will be good and it will be amazing. And so something else I wanna quickly say is how when you have sex with someone, it is an energetic exchange and you're kind of taking on their energy or like if they feel badly of you, they're kind of putting those vibes into your body. And I've heard people say this before and you know, 
part of me doesn't want to believe it, but I've had two specific experiences where I really had felt this energy like shift where I had sex with this one guy without condom two times. And the first time I just felt in my, like my chest area and like my rib cage here just would hurt really badly after the fact. And you know, I didn't really think anything of it. And then it happened again the next time that I had sex with him. And so it was obviously because of him and his bad vibes and his toxicity. I had sex with him because I was delusional at the time. I thought he was my soulmate when he clearly wasn't. Um, I ended up asking him to go to my sorority formal with me. First he says yes, but then he ended up not coming with me. And then he got a girlfriend right after that. So I'm not sure if he was seeing her this whole time or what. But like, um, they always come back. Then I see him a year later and he wants to get with me. He, he sees me at the bar and he's saying how the sex was so amazing. It's just like weird. Like he obviously just wants to hook up with me if he's only talking about that, whatever, right? He obviously didn't value me. He was a toxic person, had bad vibes, put that into my body. And I really felt it, you know, like maybe it was like in my heart chakra, I was really feeling it, you know, it goes away eventually. So don't feel bad if you've had sex with someone who's, who's bad vibes or um they didn't respect you you know you could pray to god to release this energy from you i did a ritual um a, like two years ago or something in the bathtub i did an epsom salt bath where i kind of just released all these sexual experiences you know if you were raped and you know sexually assaulted and somebody uh violated you obviously wasn't your choice you know don't feel bad about that either just pray to god or you could do an epsom salt bath or look up some other rituals you know to just get this out of your body and it's okay and forgive yourself and you know do your best to move on from it i'm not saying this to so that you feel bad i'm just saying this so that you know for the future to be more conscious of who you're going to be hooking up with and that's what i'm trying to do also you know like i said i've obviously was celibate and then i backtracked and hooked up with some of the most disrespectful people i've ever met in my life but it's okay so i'm a born again virgin and I'm gonna do better to, you know, not let that happen again. That's why I have more self-love for myself. That's why I think the key is really, when you have self-love, you're able to set these boundaries, you know? I really was in a bad place and I was hating myself when I was hooking up with these terrible people. You know, I'm in a better place now, which is why I am, I'm able to stay celibate and I'll continue documenting my journey and things that help me, you know, with the masturbation part where I said before, I think if um, if you want to masturbate because it's the only way that you are not going to hook up with the loser, then I guess it's for the best that you masturbate, you know, whatever. Um, I personally, I feel like masturbation is just something that is going to make me want to hook up with an actual man. And that's not something that I want to do. And let's, like I said, it's my boyfriend that I love. So I'm just going to stay away from that. And I'm going to throw mine out, throw my tiny vibrator away. Um, so yeah. Also though, with the other guy that I, um, said that I had this energetic connection with and I felt really bad again in my body, this guy, he was like a drug dealer, you know, and his ex-girlfriend then was, I didn't know that she was in the mix, but then like the last day I hung, I think I only hung out with him twice. Um, this is the guy that I Ubered me to his house, literally just hook up with me, you know. Then I'm getting delusional that he liked me because then at one point he's like, well, maybe um this weekend you want to have a sleepover and sleep over, like all, being all cutesy, like what? I didn't end up doing that because then I seen his Snapchat story, like the ex called, his ex called the cops on him. So then I was like, what the heck? This guy's ex is still in the picture. Like he's no good. He's clearly toxic. You know, he's a drug dealer, whatever. Like 
he obviously doesn't value me. He just wants to hook up with me. So like those types of men, they're going to be putting bad vibes into your body. But again, don't feel bad about it. Release it. Pray to God to release it. It's over now. Forgive yourself. You were forgiven by God, you know, and do move on. It's okay. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and comment if this video was helpful for you. And let me know if you relate to any of these experiences, how your journey with celibacy is going. And let me know of any other videos that you want to hear me making. Thanks. Bye.